0: blog talk radio hello everyone i want to thank you all so much for tuning in to the yvonne latrell's podcast i am the host yvonne latrell as always my co-host Essie is here with me for our thought for tuesday show and
1: well, let me
0: just let
2: sd in hi
0: SC, how are you
2: i'm doing great baby how are you i'm doing awesome thanks for asking (laughs) that threw you off all that baby i'm gonna
0: throw you off in a minute
2: (laughs) oh man how was your day
0: oh my gosh my day was awesome thank you asking oh my gosh it was amazing
2: what you cooked today
0: okay so I didn't cook anything but speaking of cooking you know I always like to say about the little things that I cooked or the things that I tried to cook since now I have been cooking I made some spinach and cheese the other day and it was a disaster
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I,
0: don't, I don't know i think i put um because i really like cheese i think i put too much cheese in there i'm not sure but um yeah mm. i don't know but i'm, I'm just going to make it over i don't know it's well okay so at first, it did taste okay, and then I was like, you know what? I think I should add some more cheese and cheese in there, and I just went cheese crazy. I just I think put too much in there, so I'm gonna make it again. Oh, and then it wasn't just spinach and cheese; it was spinach, cheese, and crab, and I just drowned oh, it man, with you so must much have cheese. Meat? Yeah, I I. <laughs>
1: I put so much, uh,
0: I put so much cheese, (laughs) that's how much cheese I put in there that I couldn't even taste the crab, so it was a disaster, it didn't come out right at all. So I'm going to have to try it over again, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to this time put shrimp in there. I might do the crab again, but at least I know not to put as much cheese in there
2: yeah what kind of cheese did you put
0: i put parmesan cheese and mozzarella cheese and what is uh, it
2: yeah the palm cream, and, 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 cream, overtook and, and it. cream
0: cheese and and, and, and cream cheese
2: yeah. and cheddar cheese the, uh palm over <laughs> it. i just put so much cheese i know exactly so, where yeah. you went wrong you you need to mm-hmm. do um i gotta give you a recipe for the portobello mushroom with uh, shrimp, I love you know, you gut out the portobello mushroom and you mm-hmm. um, line it with shrimp. shrimp. Um, what is that? Spinach and cheese. Yeah, mozzarella cheese and season okay. it, and then throw it right in the oven. As it come okay.
1: out perfect. Okay. You can throw some scallops
2: on it and some crab meat too.
1: You that sounds delicious. Mozzarella. Yeah, yeah, it is. It definitely okay,
0: is. so in other news, um, what's going on with you?
2: Not much. Um, I decided today that I'm gonna probably take a ride, and I'm gonna just see where you know. You know, since my accident, I really haven't had a chance to like unwind since I got behind the wheel again. And I told myself when I do get behind the wheel, I'm going to take a weekend and just drive. I don't know where I'm going to drive to, just drive, you know. And wherever I land, I'm going to probably visit that beach there and just walk on the right. walk on the sand, you know, and, and scream, you know. Because it's, it's been a long journey, and I'm trying to um, – I'm still recovering from it mentally, you know? But, right, yes. But, you know, it is what it is. Right, I right, I want right. to sit here and bore you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you
0: can't do that.
2: But, but in other news.
0: In other news, what um, do you, do you think? have. Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. What no. were you going to say? Because no, you got, you got, um, you, you know how when women get older, they start, their memory and shit start going?
0: No, you got Alzheimer's by yourself. So I
2: was...
1: <laughs>
2: Okay, so I yeah, want you I want to forget know. what you was talking about.
0: I definitely was not going to forget. So what, what were you going to say? You said, what do I think about?
2: Oh, yeah. What do you think about the Wendy Williams um, interview?
0: Speaking of Alzheimer's, allegedly. Okay, so (laughs) I'm pretty sure most of you have heard about the Wendy Williams situation. I watched it, I watched a little bit on Lifetime, but I don't know, it didn't really interest me, but... There have been people saying that it's karma. Some people say they don't think it's karma. But here's the thing. I believe in karma. I'm a firm believer of karma. So I definitely believe that, yeah, it's possible that it could be her karma. Because how old is she?
2: Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Let
0: me see if I can
2: look her up.
0: Okay, but yeah, while I am looking her up, what, what do you think about it? Essie? You did not hear Hello. Me? No, I did not. I have yeah, no idea you what you're
2: doing. Oh. Yeah, I can now. <laughs> I said I didn't really watch it. I seen the interview with her in China sitting on the couch. Okay. And I thought it was very sad. You know, she's it was 59. a sad moment.
0: Yeah, she's 59 years old. Oh, not wow. to cut you off, yeah. But, but, yeah, she's 59. That's young.
2: And, yeah, so. At what time? Now, so, listen, I'm with, I'm, I'm. <laughs> I know I'm going to probably get some backlash for this statement. If that's young, what is old? Over
0: 100. A <laughs> 100 and up. But, okay, but this is the thing. I guess it all depends on the person and the health health makes you young, health makes you, you know, being unhealthy makes you old, makes you act old, makes you feel old. So what do you think?
2: Well, I think it was a lot to do with drugs. though. No. Okay, it, now it, this is the
0: helped.
2: thing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, not was it helped, like, speed up the process if she really was going through something, you know?
0: Okay, but a lot of people do drugs, but look at her. I mean, like, what kind of drugs could she have been doing to be in that state of mind, like, it's i don't know it's just terrible like oh, oh my gosh
2: you got to look at it like this too yvonne mm-hmm. drugs affect everybody differently everyone differently you know? yeah yeah some people could do drugs and you never know that they were on drugs after they clean themselves up yeah that is so true and some people they can be on drugs and you can say yo you on drugs you know you, right. have, you have high functioning drug addicts right you know yeah you're right you're coming right. in and out can you hear
0: me i can hear you I can hear you, but yeah, you yeah you are going in and out. What's going on?
2: Maybe because I'm outside. I'm outside.
0: Oh I'm outside too. We're both outside. I'm uh, sitting on the patio. You're wow.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, you're copying me. <laughs> that's what
2: it is. I have that um that camera that's pointed at your house though
0: hey hello hi i'm
2: on the patio <laughs> hi what's going on do
0: you like what i have on sure do you
2: okay. still got the one that's in blue yeah <laughs> i know but I I like, like what's going up. on with you two tonight <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay,
0: well, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but we're going to get into the show. Okay, so because we're like in and out and these people are tuned in. We have a lot of listeners right now that's tuned in live. So we want to thank you all for tuning into the show live and guys and dolls. Remember, while I am on this topic, if you would like to be a guest on the show, if you have a show idea, or something else that I can't remember.
1: You guys
0: can hit us. Up. You guys can send us an email or a text at three zero five two zero four three three seven one. Again, our podcast number is three zero five two zero four three three seven one. And also, if you just want to call in live while we are doing the show, guys and dolls, don't forget. You guys can call up at 563-999-3548. Again, our number is 563-999-3548. And you guys can tune in live on the show. And today we are going to be doing a interview. I, for, I forgot that part where we have a surprise guest. And let's see. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say something. <laughs> So, so we're not gonna let anyone in. That's what I was gonna say. We're not gonna let anyone in because last week we did let people in for that interview, and it just kind of get out of control. We didn't even let everybody in. We just let in a few people last week, and we definitely had a lot of people tuned in live, but when we do let people in, it just kind of get out of hand sometimes but we do have some shows uh, and guys and dolls i'm going to put sc on the spot right now about our freaky friday show sc was supposed to make a few phone calls and although sc do have his own podcast where he is recording every day he has been doing interviews every single day unlike me i do mine once a week but sc have been taking the time out to do his every day, even though he have a busy schedule. But he's also committed to Yvonne Latrell's podcast. And I want to know what's going on with that. You were supposed to reach out to people because we were supposed to do the Freaky Friday show. I think it was February the 16th. I don't know. I think. That's what it was. But anyways, March is staring at us this week in a few days. So, Essie, what's going on? What happened to that Freaky Friday show? What happened to
2: the people that you were supposed to be reaching out to? Well, I reached out to everybody, and mm-hmm. now we're trying to coordinate everybody's schedule. Live. I have a mm-hmm. young lady. that all Lies Live. I told you, I, I'm trying to remember her name. She Live. wants to come on the show because she said she used to do the phone sex, and I told you, what is her name? Um, didn't I send it to you in the text?
0: I don't know because we have so much uh, text messages and so many communications back and forth that it's so hard to keep <laughs> up with everything.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, since my, okay, so March is coming up. Do you want to do the Freaky Friday show in March or April?
2: Uh, we should do it in March.
0: Okay, Let's so. Do it in March. Okay, so anyways, I will get back with you sometime this week, and we will have a date for that Freaky Friday show, and also um, for the Yvonne Latrell's dating. What we're gonna do is we are going to I guess we're gonna we're gonna start off and do one show I mean all of the shows will be here, but it's shoot your shot Sundays. We just have to figure out the time, but we may just hold off on a Sunday and just do it one day during the week, and I don't know if we're gonna have three guys and one girl. Or one girl and three guys. I don't know, and you know we will just kind of figure that out as well how we how we're going to do that. So just hang tight. We have a lot of people signed up for the shoot your shot dating. So if you are interested, if you are single out there and you are looking to date, you can hit us up and sign. and and sign up for our dating show, and don't forget that number is 305-204-3371, and guys and dolls, remember, okay, the numbers, okay, so if you want to reach out to us and send us a message, you guys can email us, or you can send us a text. The text is easier, even though we get both, but I prefer you guys to send us a text, 305-204-3371. So reach out to us for anything, for the dating, for the advertisement, for ideas, and whatever else. And the studio, you guys, just to listen to us live, and maybe we may let you in if we are letting guests in, it's 563-999-3548. So you guys should just separate the numbers and just put Yvonne Latrell's podcast by one and the studio number, on the other so you guys do not get confused so um that's that and anything else Essie, like anything else in the news that you want to talk about
2: uh no um it was something else i can't remember off the top of my head
0: oh i know your alzheimer's medication you didn't take it did you <laughs>
2: Yeah, nah, I left it all. Uh, I was going to make a comment, but I forgot we are the air. <laughs> guys and dolls, you see how I switched
0: that around on him? You guys see how he tried to say it was me, but it, it's him. It's him. Okay. Oh, well, also, before I get into advertisements, did you see the Kelly Rowland movie on Netflix? It's a Tyler Perry movie rather and it's starring Kelly Rowland
2: no I didn't I know a lot of people are talking it. about it because they said saying that it's um they're calling it trauma porn they said that Oprah Winfrey and and Tyler Perry that's all they've been pushing you know yeah It's trauma porn you know and uh well mm-hmm. We're so I don't know, I don't know.
0: Well, I've seen people I, talking they, they about it, it online.
2: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I have too.
0: Uh-huh. And um, okay. Well, most of the comments, not all of them, but well, I'm just going to say some of the comments it was like oh it's a good movie this that whatever so i tried to get into it i couldn't i could not get into it so i don't think i'm going to try to watch it over because it just was not catching to me i didn't you know i didn't like it i didn't like it so i don't think i'm going to try to watch it over just i don't know just boring and everything else it, it just seemed too slow I don't know. I, I didn't like it. It's just, I don't know. I didn't
1: like
2: it. I'm going a, I'm to a probably take a look at it, because I've, I've been hearing mixed things about it. You know,
1: I've
2: been hearing some people say it was good, and some people say it was terrible, you know, but I guess it's, it's terrible. through the perspective of the person watching it, you know?
0: Yeah, well, you tell me what you think about it, and... I'll see, but I seriously doubt that I try to give it another look. I doubt it. I mean, you never know. I can always change my mind, but right now I'm really not feeling it.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it a shot, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my own take on it. Cause yeah. It's easy for somebody to tell you that it was terrible, and you look at it, and it might have been good to you, you know. You might have right. understood it. Or, you know, the concept that they was going around. Right.
0: Okay, yeah, so definitely look at it and tell me what you think about it. And like I said, I'll see. Like I said, I may change my mind. I don't think that I'm going to change my mind, but you just never know. But anyways, as far as advertisements goes, guys and dogs, remember, tax season is here. Guys and dogs, tax season is here. If you are looking to file your taxes, you guys can log on to www.TaxResourceCenter.com. It does not matter the state that you are in. You guys can just log on. You guys can upload your documents there. And if you are in the Florida area, Miami to be exact, then you guys can go to the office. But either way... Uh, The website, again, it's www.taxresourcecenter.com. And also, for the people who are in the Florida area, if you are looking for a mobile notary, you guys can contact Williams and Williams. They have a phone number. It's 954-579-9180. Again, their number is 954-579-9180 one eight zero that's their contact information and we just give you the contact information guys and dogs that we are given you you guys can let them know that you were referred to them by Yvonne Latrell's podcast as well as Tax Resource Center too you guys can let them know that you were referred by Yvonne Latrell's podcast or you just heard the advertisement on the podcast and you guys can get a little discount and also, we have our advertisement. Dee Saunders. Dee Saunders have a book out. It's called The and Switch. It's available on Amazon.com. That's The Bait and Switch. And again, you guys can log on to www.amazon.com and check out that book. And There is a product, it's called Relieve and Relax, for anyone out there that's aging like SC, and you may have some muscle (laughs) pains, some joint pains. (laughs) And if you do have muscle and joint pains, uh, you guys can um, log on to... Log on to their website. It's www.relieveandrelax.com. Again, that's www.relieveandrelax.com. And you can give that product a try. Okay, so that's all for advertisement. And back to you, Essie.
2: <laughs> Did you hear about the, um, the family? that sued the police department in Georgia for the traffic stop and they killed him by accident. Oh my gosh, they filed no a $16 what happened? $2 million dollar federal lawsuit. No way. There was way. A, a Louisiana inmate who had pepper sprayed a deputy and escaped during the transport from the okay. hospital was captured. Mm-hmm. And then they wrong they they killed him. But what I read, you
0: know. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's
0: crazy. That's really crazy. It's sad.
2: You know what's crazy? All right. Mm -hmm. So listen to this. You know I was a correction officer, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the state of North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it works in every state, but I know where the state of North Carolina, if an inmate goes near that gate, you can shoot him. Only if he's male. If a female goes to that gate and goes over that, that gate, you gotta let her go. Oh, wow. Yep. And that's because she but that's be crazy.
0: Yeah, but so that means, okay, but and and if she escaped, then what?
2: Catch her another day. Or you <laughs> could
0: catch her the same day without
2: putting bullets in her. <laughs> yeah, but now nah, they tell you, um, the prison I worked at, Georgia Correctional, um, mm-hmm. JCI, but before they they turned into a minimum prison, mm-hmm. uh, they had three three attempted escapes, and all three inmates were murdered. One officer wow. took a shot from the, the, the tower across a uh, uh, football sized field and mm-hmm. hit him. And the guy he, he swam in the water that's behind there, and they found him on somebody's porch dead because he bled out. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know if that applies to other prisons, you know, but I know in North Carolina you cannot shoot a female escapee. You got to let her go. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's a whole, you know. Okay, so people I People would be w- like, why is she in jail if she's pregnant? Because she mm-hmm. either got pregnant before she got there or she got pregnant while she was there? Right.
0: Well, I want to say a really quick before our surprise guests come on the show. There was a Uber driver that okay, so I, I don't really want to tell the story because I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember the story, but i had but I had a message, okay, so someone got into a car with oh, okay, I don't think okay, I don't think she got killed. Wait, you know what? there's a few stories, so okay, there's one story she got in the car. I think he forced her to get in the car and he raped her, and wait, but what was the other story? I don't know, anyways, the point is. If you okay, I don't see how anyone can force you unless they force you by a gun or whatever. So if you find yourself in a situation and you and you do get in the car with someone, this is why it's very important to have some type of weapon on you at all times. It doesn't even have to be a gun. If it's a knife, it's a a box cutter, a screwdriver. A blade, pepper spray, a water gun with some bleach in it. You know, you have to have some weapons on you at all times because we are living in a world full of psychotic people. So, if you are in a car with somebody and it's like you're trying to tell them, "Hi, okay, it's uh, uh, turn right here. Excuse me, sir. Hello, I." I I told you to turn. What are you doing? Hello? What are you doing? And at that point, that's when you pull out your screwdriver, your box cutter, (laughs) your pepper spray, your water gum with bleach in it, whatever it takes, you know. And it's, it's sad that we have to, you know, do that. But, hey, you just have to do what you have to do. You can't go around thinking... Hey, this stuff is only on the news. Hey, the news is make-believe. No, this is real life. So in case you find yourself in one of those real-life situations, you want to be prepared at all times. So...
2: Yeah, and don't pay attention to your surroundings.
0: Definitely pay attention to your surroundings. Definitely. So important. It is so important. Like, I I said before, like, when I'm driving, like, I'm always, like, I'm, oh, my gosh, like, I am paying attention, like, what's in front of me, what's behind me, what's on the side of me, like, and if I get out, like I told you, if I have to go to a gas station or whatever, I'm checking out the scene before I get out. And me? Yeah me personally, you know, especially being a woman, I don't like my vehicle to get under a half a tank because anything can happen and then just say you're on the last, like, just say your um, the needle is on the E and something happens and then you, you run out of gas or you're in a situation. So I always I always, everybody who know me knows this, I always fill up my tank. The minute it gets to half, I fill it right back up because anything can happen and I just don't want to be in a situation where I'm stranded, I'm out of gas, and, you know, somebody's following me or anything like that and things like that. So, yeah, so that's basically it. That's all I have on my end and SC anything before we bring in our guest
2: no ma'am okay him or him or her or them in
0: okay so I did say that this was a surprise guest so hold on okay yes they are already on so oh my gosh SC you're gonna love this person Okay, hold on. Surprise! You hold on, caller, are you there? Did you just mute
2: me and then unmute uh, me?
0: <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> surprise SC you
1: are <laughs>
0: SC you are our surprise guest yay okay
1: yes, I, okay okay
0: I, okay well okay so here's the thing I see <laughs> you might okay I don't know if you remember I, I told you once uh, probably about a year ago that I wanted to do an interview with you that I wanted to interview you you probably forgot that's fine <laughs> but you you always do <laughs> you always do the interviews, and I definitely appreciate you for that, and now it's time for you to be interviewed
1: <laughs> because oh, you are
0: well, <laughs> you better be ready for the questions that I have because for those of you that don't know, Esty is a author and he's a screenwriter. Um, and now, I, now, for those that do listen to the show on a regular, you all know that he has a podcast that's coming out soon. So I just figured, hey, let me, you know, interview him. But, okay, so since I am going to interview you, next week you can interview me. How about that? How does how does that sound?
2: Since I, put you
0: on the... <laughs>
2: Since I put you on the spot. Really? I can you say.
1: Pretty much.
0: <laughs> pretty much. Oh, wow.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, I got some interesting conversations for you, girl. <laughs> If I don't like it, I'm just
0: going to say next. <laughs> okay,
2: oh,
0: so wait. okay, so now these questions that I'm going to ask. Okay, these are some of our our regular questions, and then I had like a quite a few. <laughs> I had a quite a few emails that um, came to me. And I, oh my gosh, SC, let me tell you one, one, another reason why I got like over, oh my gosh, over 40, 50 women asking about you. So the, okay, so your interview is going to be business slash personal. And on this, on this podcast, anything goes. So I'm putting you on the spot.
2: Okay, oh, so first, all
0: right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So first of <laughs> all, getting into the interview, uh, tell us about yourself. You know, because we have so many listeners, we have new listeners, we have our regular listeners. But for the people that don't know about you, tell us. You know, tell us about yourself.
2: Oh, uh, man. I don't know where I don't even know where to begin. You know. um, oh.
0: Okay, well, I'm gonna okay, well, I'm gonna do like how you all always do. <laughs> when did you start writing?
2: Oh, I started writing in uh, 2005, 2006. Uh, the reason why I started writing was because I was going through a split, and we were talking about divorce, and writing became my refuge. Writing became. An opportunity to escape my reality. So that's I started around that time.
0: Okay, and I was gonna say what made you okay, you took that away. Uh let's <laughs> see. Okay, well, what about your first book? What made you write your first book?
2: Okay, so my first book was actually it wasn't even a novel. It was seven short stories that I put together and made it the size of a novel. And I just wanted to tell, let people see my storytelling ability Mm -hmm. and to get feedback if that was something I should have pursued or whatever. So each of my stories, I put something about me in there. It could be a date. It could be a time. It could be a location. It could be numbers. It could be a person's name, you know. And one of the stories I wrote, Touchable, was about a bouncer. And that's true. That story was true. Mm -hmm. I was working at a nightclub as a bouncer, and I beat this guy up. And it was just something about his friend. And how calm his friend was about the whole situation. And I knew at some point in time I was going to pay for that. Come to find out, they had they tried... Now, one thing about me, you're not going to trap me off with a woman. That's, that's just not how I get down. You're not going right. to send some pretty chick at me and I'm going somewhere with her, whatever. And that's what they tried to do. So I wrote the story. And... um the girl came and told me and the club owner, at the time I was working at a club called Black Ties, and they went and told me and the owner that the guy wanted me to come meet her at the hotel, and they were going to get me at the hotel. So I thought it was a pretty interesting story to write, so I wrote it, right. you know? But I t- I wanted to go. I said, all right, let's go. So the owner was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know? You know, but, yeah, it, it is just certain things in my books and in my stories. I try to add a little piece of me in it so nobody can say that, oh, I plagiarized that, you know, because then I can yeah. say, so what does this date mean? What does this time frame mean? Or what is this person that's in the book, you know? Right. So. Um, okay, well. That's even, like, my second book. Mm -hmm. didn't see this coming my first one was Through the Eyes of the Streets and everybody loved it it was it was it was flying off basically the shelves well actually at the time was the back of the car you know we had you know as a self-published you had to sell them out of the trunk of your car you know and then after that I wrote my first novel which was Didn't See This Coming and everybody loved that you know and how so, long did I'm it fine. take
0: you – no, I was just going to say, how long did it take you to write the first book and the second book?
2: The first book, I, Yvonne, I'm not going to even hold you on it. I don't remember how long it took me to write either one of them. Oh, okay. And then maybe okay. later on i remember, like, you know, I might say on another show, but, like, yeah, it took me such a such, such time because that gave me an opportunity to think about it, you know, with me not knowing that – that was going to be a question. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to, like, really sit back and think how long it took me because the short stories were exactly that, short stories. But right. You could get the visual of everything I talked about. Right, okay. You know?
0: Uh, let's see. Um, Are you going to continue putting out more books?
2: Yes, I wrote a book with a, um, an author named Toya McCrae. but I went under the pen name um, Charles Mr. Erotic Benjamin because when I write um, erotica,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I, I I change my name. When I write any other genre, I switch up my names. Urban is S C Dickens, but every, everything else, whatever else I write, I write under a different genre, a different um, pseudonym I mean. Okay. What is your writing space like? Oh, man. I like I like the environment to talk to me. I could be anywhere. That's like I talked. I don't know if you remember that guy, Thomas, that we brought on the show when we did the LS. I was talking to him because I had an idea for a screenplay, mm-hmm. and I told him I wanted to go to one of those parties because – the room or talk to me, believe it or not, whenever I go someplace, I have to do this to actually capture the essence of the location that I'm talking about. Okay. So my, my space could be quiet or my space could be loud. It, it really depends. Um,
0: have you ever met a fan that was mad about how you did a character?
2: I wouldn't say I met a fan. I was mad about how I did a character, but I, I, I wouldn't say she was a fan. She was actually um, a lady I know. I was working at a camp, and she had came up to me, and she had said, "I didn't know you wrote books." So I says, "Yeah, you know when you work with kids, people are googling you on a heartbeat." So which is mm-hmm. cool, you know. And some of my stuff came on. And she was like, oh, I didn't know you wrote books. So I said, yeah. So she was like, well, I have a book club. And I was like, oh, okay. She said, but it's a Christian book club. So I said, ooh, I don't have nothing Christian right now, but I, I am working on something. It's called Pastor Thug. And she was like, well, what you got now? So I told her what I had. So she was like, well, you know, let me read that. So I was like, ooh. I said, no, Angela, I said, that's a little uh, ooh, it's a little rough. You know, oh, no, no problem. So long story short, I kept seeing her and seeing her. She didn't say nothing to me. And then one day I stopped and said, hey, did you get a chance to, you know, look at the book or read or whatever? And she was like, yeah, I did. And um, she was like, I was very shocked, and I had to close the book. and (laughs) And I told her, I said, well, I told you that it was urban and it was rough. I said, but when my other book comes out, Pastor Doug, I said, I'll let you get a look at it. So she said, I'm going to tell you the truth. She said, after reading that, she said, I don't think I will read your other books. Oh, my so God. So that's what is the idea of the pseudonyms, the different pseudonyms, mm-hmm. because people stereotypically choose authors and say, oh, this is what you write. If you're a black author, oh, all you write is urban. They don't give you a chance to explore and and say, oh, yeah, I can write fantasy. Oh, I can write erotica. Oh, I can write romance. You know, they all group you in one group as Urban. So that was my first lesson in that. So I wouldn't say she was a fan, but Mm -hmm. she was somebody that, you know, gave me some. But I would consider that constructive criticism because I learned something from it. And when criticism is constructive, you're supposed to learn from it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, so. Now so I've had what? people come up to me and say, hey, listen, I didn't know you wrote this book. And they start talking about the character. And I'm not going to lie, Yvonne, mm-hmm. I've written so many different characters and four people and stuff. I don't even remember some of the names. And listen, it like, really stands out. Like Linda Mathis, that stands out. Loretta, I mean Loretta Mathis. I just, I just told her myself. But Loretta Mathis, Linda Mathis was this girl I was, I was dealing with, and I, I wrote the character around her, so I named her Loretta Mathis. So remember, I told you I always put something about somebody or something about me in the book.
1: Yeah. So the main mm-hmm.
2: character name was Loretta Mathis, but it was after a girl that I was dealing with named Linda Mathis.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, well, what gen- What genres do you write?
2: I write everything. It don't matter what it is. Fantasy, erotica, urban, fiction, uh, horror. I can write anything. Okay. All right. And
0: okay, so for the people that do know uh, that do know you and listen to the show they do know that you are a screenwriter so what made you decide to get into screenwriting
2: well okay so coach John has been on the show before that's my mentor and that's who taught me screenwriting uh he came back to me from something happened between us a while back, you know, and he approached me about the idea. And I said, you know what? Let me give it a shot. Because I tried to do it on my own. It just wasn't working or whatever. And I gave it a shot. No lie. I think at the time, his classes are much more expensive now. I think at the time, his class was like five or $600. No lie, Yvonne. And you could ask him the following week, I wrote a script that paid me back the money that I invested into that, that screenwriting class. And I realized how quick screenwriting, you could sell it much quicker than you can do books. So I fell and in love with the screenwriting because, God, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, I fell in love with the screenwriting behind that. You know, I realized how you have to you you don't have to write as much as you do for a full novel. A not a full novel could be sixty thousand to a hundred something thousand words, where a uh, screenplay is the most one hundred and twenty pages. When you look at the average novel, it's like three hundred and something pages, so. I still have a love for novels. I'll write a novel. I don't have a problem with it. But if I had to pick and choose, I would do some screenplay stuff.
0: Okay. And, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What's the difference for the people that don't know? What's the difference between being a screenwriter and being an author?
2: Telling and showing. That's the difference. <laughs> In the book, you tell everybody, and in the screenplay, you show everybody. Right. So that's the difference, telling and showing.
0: Okay, so I'm going to step away from that. And, okay, you were also in the adult industry.
2: (laughs) Yes, I was. For about, about eleven or twelve years.
0: Oh my gosh! I um, didn't even know.
2: I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how Lucas, all of them, Suave, Heather Hunter, all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I dip my nose in it. <laughs> that sounds
0: more like that. That sounds more than dipping. Eleven, twelve years.
2: <laughs> What I made, made some, you get in- I made some. The, the you money, made some what? The money. Okay. The money, and I made some great connections. I made some great friends out of that industry, and I I learned. Uh, let me let me try to be politically correct with my statement. Okay. Everybody that's in the porn industry is not rich. I don't care what they show you, what you think you see, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of producers that was doing a lot of foul things. And I called a bunch of them out on some stuff, you know? And that's right. how I got close to some of the producers, like the producer from PYT Production, Midwest Production, Next Level, all of them dudes, we became friends, Tony Capone, Suave. Lucas Stone, um, Rock the Icon, uh, Miss Lovely Black, and all, of them, all of them have their own production companies and everything, and we became cool because of who I was. And then there were some people, I'm not going to name them because it, it doesn't matter because they're not here to defend themselves. Right. And you know I'm big on that. If I, if I got something to say about somebody, I want them to be here to defend themselves for what I have to say. You know, right? But a lot of them, uh, and Pandora tell you because we had a falling out with a producer over some scenes that he was shooting with her. You know, he's he was talent slash producer, and sometimes a lot of these talent slash producers is the opportunity to get free sex. Let's call it what it is. You understand what I'm saying? You see them more in front of the camera than behind the camera. And right. it got to a point where I was like, yo, dude, what what are you going to do? Are you going to be in front of the camera or behind the camera? Because if you're going to be in front of the camera, then it's going to be my production only. My production was Brooklyn King's Triple X. I was like, then that's going to be my production. And you're not going to put your name on it as a producer as well. You're going to put your name on it as a talent, you know? Right. So we got to a big thing about it, and, and it, it almost came to blows. And uh, <laughs> I've had to pull up on a couple of producers and people in the industry will tell you, they was like, they, I was wild, you know, and I was. I, you know, I, I'm going to respect you as much as you respect me. And you disrespect me, I'm going to make you pay for it, you know. So it was a good run. I had great. I had great memories, met great people along the way, met some interested people along the way. And it also gave me a different outlook on some some things with women. And I think that's where it comes from when me and you have them conversations about relationships and stuff. Because I've seen some of these women do some things on set where they'll be on on set and they'll call their boyfriend or their boyfriend will call them and they say, Oh yeah, me and the girls at the room, you know, we chilling, we smoking, we doing this, we doing that not even knowing that she's in there shooting porn not even knowing it you know so my perspectives sometimes come from what i've seen and i can't unsee things um do you want to share your
0: experience as far as what you did in the in the adult industry <laughs> <laughs> we want to know what you were
1: doing <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, my main job was <laughs> was producer, <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs>
0: so he's not going to tell us if he was uh, putting that dick inside of... Okay, yeah, so... He's just going. Okay, I believe yes, so that we'll all be... to
2: everybody's imagination.
0: <laughs> okay, uh. fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Okay, because you don't have to answer anything that you don't want, or you don't have to share anything that you don't want. Okay, so I do have some questions that I gathered from some of the women that reached out to the podcast um so i have a lady a young lady um she said that how young she's 34. Is, how young is young i was just going to say well she said she's 34 <laughs> her name
1: is okay.
0: kayla her name is her name is kayla and she said that uh she listened hey, to the kayla. show and she happens to be from the the North Carolina area. And she wanted to know if SC was single.
2: Yes, I am. Okay. In the short In the short, yeah, I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I have a um. Okay, so well then, that basically answered the other question because someone else wanted to know if you're married and have you ever been married. On paper,
2: yeah. On paper, yeah. I am, but in reality, I'm not. So that
0: means he's not single. <laughs>
1: I'm single. Trust to believe I'm single. <laughs> Trust
0: to believe. Oh my
2: gosh.
0: Okay, so are you looking for anything, Essie?
2: No. Nope.
0: Okay, so uh
2: okay, so what? let me okay, let me let me let me go in a little into that. Am I looking for a relationship? No. No. If that's what you're looking for, I'm not looking for a relationship. If you want to hang out, go to dinner, whatever, whatever, I'm cool with that, right? Mm -hmm. But if you listen to the show, you know who I am and how I am as a man. You understand what I'm saying? We're not going to have this debate about, oh, I think a man should do this. I think a man should stand up and do this, that, and the third Well I think a woman should show up as a woman Every time And that doesn't happen We're the only ones That they expect us to be men Every time we show up With the hopes of Them wanting to submit To us Now if a man say hey If you show up as a woman That's when I'll become masculine There's a problem You understand what I'm saying So if we hang out I'll I'll pay for the drinks or the dinner or whatever, but if we do start now, then I think it's your turn. I think we should both put something on the table. I don't think it should just be just me putting everything on the table. I think that that's fair, and I think that the first date, regardless of anybody talking about Cheesecake factories this, that, and the third, is possibly going to breakfast like at a, a um, a coffee shop um what's the other place the little a little breakfast place maybe even hot iHop or something something that's yeah. not expensive so we can yeah, show up I, who we are
0: right yeah i was going to say that um i don't uh believe that the first date have to be fancy and oh he took me here he took me there because you know, what if it don't go past the first date? What if you don't click with the person? So why are you trying to wine and dine and and impress someone that you may or may not see again? So, I mean, it's basically about good conversation. So, yeah, the first date can be burgers and fries. So, you know, those are my beliefs. I mean... Yeah, I love seafood, but, no, it don't have to be no seafood on the first day. It don't have to be seafood on the the second or the third day. You know, we're still getting to know each other. So, you know, save all of that, you know, trying to impress for, you know, somebody else. Because don't try to impress me. Just, you know, let me know who you are. Let me get to know you. You get to know me.
2: Exactly. Um, And we show up who we are, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no fronting, no 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 um Yeah, no fronting, no trying to impress and all of no that. No fake Yeah, no fake mm-hmm. nothing, you know. Yeah. here, you know, we had a shop that the breakfast might have cost $12 together, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a glass mm-hmm. of, of orange juice or coffee you might have turned it to $15 <laughs> and $16, you know. So, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to put my all into um, being a man. Let me let me let me let me let me rephrase that. I'm not gonna put my all into being the perfect man, the perfect gentleman. When some women don't even appreciate that, right? You know, you could Definitely. give some women the world, and they could drop a they could drop the bag too. Don't think only fellas fumble bags. Women do the same thing. That is true. I agree. So, women do the same thing, but that's that's for another story.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh. Well. So I have a Tramaya from Illinois. She, uh. Okay. So she listened to the show. She know that you have kids. You talked about. Um. She heard a show where 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 you talked about uh, you, I guess you mentioned your son or whatever she wanted to know did you want more kids and also she had um, another question she wants to know do, do you want more kids and also um, she's waiting for the dating show and she wants to know when um, I mean if you were, if you're going to be one of the guys on the dating show where she can pick from um, she says she likes your voice, that you sound sexy. So, Okay, so answer, do you want more kids, and will you be on the dating show looking?
2: Yeah, I, I, I do. If I could have more kids, I would have more kids. I love babies. Sit your, your ass older. down. No, he
1: ain't
0: having no kids, y'all. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Leave them damn kids where, where, where are they at. Okay, for anybody... Okay, wait, I'm not going to even let him finish because I want to answer this. I want to I wanna make a comment about kids. For anyone out there that do not have children, leave these damn bad-ass kids where they are at. Leave these kids in heaven if they are in heaven or if they just wherever. Leave these kids that do not have kids if you can... <laughs> Do not have any kids. These kids are so bad. They are so cute when they are babies, but these kids have to grow up. And when they grow up, you know, they have attitudes and then they calling you bruh and all this other stuff. And <laughs> then you want to so talk the shit out of them. Ready, <laughs> <laughs> Leave these kids alone. Don't so oh, have no kids. Do not have no kids this is this is a crazy world and and all these kids are walking around with guns and they're thugged out, and they don't listen and no, leave the kids alone. s c is not having no more kids, okay, so now next question um are you going to be on the dating show looking for a date?
2: No, I won't be, but if she wants
0: me to get on the show, I'll get on the show. No, he will not be on there looking. He will be on there hosting with me, so not that's gonna that answers your question.
2: Um, I'm always i am always in for a good flirt. Mhm.
0: Okay, well that's about that's about it, but he will not be on the show as far as that
1: is, is concerned.
0: Okay, so now SC now, um okay. I'm trying to figure out how do I... Uh, okay, so <laughs> I have another question. So <laughs> I have... It's four guys from the LGBTQ, P, QRS, whatever. <laughs> so I have four guys from the gay community that want to know, SC, are you gay? Have you ever thought about being gay? Would you, you know
2: step outside and get your dick sucked by a gang? Uh no no it, uh, no. <laughs> um, I don't have nothing against you know the community at all I've hung out with the community um, I have some great friends you know, mm-hmm. That
1: mm-hmm.
2: I can't I'm not one to I can't judge you like I said before because you sin differently than me, you know. Mm-hmm. I that's okay. not me, you know. Right. And, and one thing I respect about that community, I'm gonna give you this: mm-hmm. if they're really seriously in that community, they already know who is and who isn't, and they don't overstep. Now they'll joke and say comments or whatever, whatever. That that's nothing but I've never had a situation where any of them overstepped. And, you know, like you see on some of these shows where you see gay guys and they get aggressive and they try to, you know, I've never had that experience. Right. You know. I think okay. that's just for more of entertainment purposes that they have these gay guys act like that, you know?
0: Right. Well, you know, I have to ex. Ask- you know <laughs> i, I want to respect everybody and try to get to everybody i know i can't get you know i can't read everybody's questions for you but and we are over time past um our time but what is one of the ro- what what is one of the most romantic things that you have ever done for a woman S C
2: oh i got a bunch What?
0: Tell us one, because we are running, we are pressed for time. So tell us
2: just one. Okay. I had a young lady, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about travels, and I told her to write three places in state and three places out of the country that she would want to go to. She didn't have a passport, so we only did the states. So she put uh, Louisiana, Hawaii. And Vegas. I put him in a hat, shook up the hat, and she picked Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I forgot what was going on in Hawaii at the time, but I told her, I said, okay. I get to pick because I know what it is. So I wound up taking her to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And we stayed down there for about a week. I'm going to say we was there for a week, so. Because I was always telling her, I said, yo, pack your bags. She'd be like, what? I'd like, we going on the road. And she'd be like, where? And I'd say, yo, do you trust me to just pack your bags? You know, so I think that is. Okay. Well, one of the things, but, yeah, I would say that.
0: Okay, and. Are you a freak? We're we're not going to ask what is the freakiest because we're going to keep it uh, clean, but are you a freak?
2: I I, I can be. Okay, so
0: we definitely have some freaky listeners on this show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I can be.
0: Okay, um, Okay, so... That's all of the questions that I am going to ask only because, you know, we are over time. And I did want to mix the questions with not just the the screenwriting, the screenwriting, then author, the adult entertainment. I want to touch in on your personal life because uh, a lot of the listeners, they, they want to know like more. So I guess that's. I guess that's just normal. They they want to know more about you.
2: So, oh, that's cool. And I appreciate people listening and, and wanting to know a little more about me.
0: Okay. So before we wrap it up, is there anything else that you want to say? Anything about uh, any of your books? How they can find you? Your podcast is getting ready to come out soon. Anything that you want to share? Because I forgot to do that with the advertisement um but i knew that i was going to interview you you knew i was going to interview yeah, you well, one day you didn't know it was going to be this day but <laughs> yeah i just didn't know
2: when because <laughs> we had already talked about it but i didn't know you know when that axe was going to drop but um i could be reached at www dot the offer s is a sam is in charlie Dickens, D-I-C-K-E-N-S dot com. You can find my books. You can find some merchandise. I will be having more shirts up there. I only have didn't coming, T-shirts. I also have a virtual book club that everybody needs to join. It's free to join the book club. You reach out to one of your favorite authors, and you tell them that you want to, be, you want to do a meet and greet with them. And I will host it on my, my podcast. I will host a virtual meet and greet with them. I need at least five people to have purchased that author's book and proof that you purchased that author's book. Once you do that, that author should reach out to me and we'll set up the meet and greet. The membership is going to be seven ninety nine. To join the book club is free. But the membership is going to be seven ninety nine a month. That will cover any other meet and greets that we have that month. And if you want a copy of the meet and greet, it'll be nine ninety nine. You can get your own very copy of the meet and greet. You get to ask the author questions. You get to have an actual interaction with the author on the the virtual meet and greet. I can host it for an hour, two hours, whatever. And you could also catch all my social medias on my website as well. And that's it, Bob. (laughs) Thank you for that. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. That was our very own SC. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Hold on. Go ahead. The podcast also will have a link on my website, and I'm going to do it by season. So in April, I'm releasing the whole first season of all my interviews. So stay tuned because I have some very important people in that first season that a lot of people are going to be interested to hear from because they break down a lot about the industry and the book industry in the movie industry and a lot of people that's been trying to put movies together and get them in front of these production companies I have some important people that you're gonna wanna hear and that's it (laughs) take it away Bob
0: (laughs) okay everyone so again that was our very own Etsy and we want to thank you all so much for tuning in to our Thoughtful Tuesday show. And guys and dolls, do not forget that SC will be interviewing me next week, next Tuesday. I'm looking at something. Okay. Yeah, guys. Yeah, guys and dolls. Yeah. So he will be interviewing me next Tuesday. So that's basically all I can think of for right now. So. Oh, and we just want to thank you all so much for just tuning into the show. Thank you guys and all so much for all of the love and the support that you have been showing us. Thank you guys for sharing all of our stuff all over social media, everywhere, guys. Thank you for the tweets, the retweets, the shares, and just for telling everybody about the podcast. We just want to thank you so much. And that does it for us, everybody. Good night, everybody.
2: Hey, breaking news in Coconut Creek. Hey, it's Paul Castanovo. That's right. BMW of Coconut Creek and many of Coconut Creek have changed ownership groups. That's right. It's now part of the Morgan Automotive family, which is Florida's largest automotive retailer, which means lots and lots of deals for you and tons of inventory in stock. And if you're on a budget, you can shop BMW of Coconut Creek's unbelievable selection of premium used and certified pre-owned models. How do you get there? It's easy. Right on Sample Road just west of the Turnpike or online at
1: BMW of Coconut Creek.